0: Hey, what's up? This is Norm Adams, and you're listening to the Ultimate Underground Experience with Uncle Earl on KLED Live.
1: almost new such romantic illusions and they're all just for you I'll sell them all for a penny they make pretty souvenirs take my lovely illusions some for game you better play according to the rules. And yet we always scheme too much and dream too much. We romantic illusions, and they're all about you,
2: too bad they all fell apart, his
1: dreams often do, they were lovely illusions, but they just
0: beautiful Hollywood, California. How you doing today? Wow, you know, it's been a very interesting year so far. You know, we've come a long way. The Mayan calendar has ended, thank God, because I think it lifted a veil off of us and now we can be free. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they, I've met so many wonderful people since the years began. And um, one in particular is Miss Irina Maliva. I was invited to a special performance called Illusions at the Hudson Stages in Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard recently, and she blew me away. And just to give you a little bit of information about it, Irina Maliva's Illusions is a live theatrical portrait of an extraordinary life interspersed between songs from her new CD, Illusions. She recounts with humor and emotion stories of her life that began in Bulgaria. Now the tapestry of Irina's life has included and been shaped by such diverse legends as Orson Welles, Fellini, Antonioni, Yves Montan, and Edith Piaf, to name just a few. With extraordinary songs and stories, this show is a return to the stage of the craft and style of great European artists chanteuses and raconteurs of another time and place and I want to introduce you to her right now here she is how you doing
1: I'm just fine I'm so happy that you're here and I'm very glad that you came to see my show yes
0: I'm happy I'm here Mm -hmm. too and I had a little Star Trek on my way over here (laughs) I visited everybody in the neighborhood before I I got to you (laughs) Well, that's, that's what
1: is here, the mountains, yes. I mean, uh, we're in the canyons, Yes, and that's what happened. But the Robin Street is a nice it, street. It is a beautiful
0: street, I was like, oh, it doesn't go any further, it's the end.
1: This, <laughs> is, this is the area over there that all the streets have birds' names. Yes,
0: yes, they yes. They have birds.
1: <laughs> because you see like a bird from there.
0: Yes, yes. But I want to say, I mean, I was really mesmerized by your performance. It was, I had no idea what to expect. And I got more than I expected. I mean, it, it was simple, yet complex, because your life is so interesting. And I'd really love the listeners to know in detail. Can we go way back in time? Can we take a journey back?
1: Yes, of okay. course. Of course. I'm so happy that, that you <laughs> liked it. Yes, yeah.
0: I did. I did it. Yeah. And the music, of course. I'm a, I am love music from the, sen- the days gone by.
1: Right. You know, I do, too. We don't hear it I enough. No. I definitely, definitely prefer that type of music, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So how was it growing up in Bulgaria as a little girl?
1: Well, as a little girl, I was in Bulgaria till I was eight. Mm -hmm. After that, I went to France and later on to Italy. And I never wanted to go back. Mm. You know, it's just amazing. When Mm -hmm. I was in France, the whole family on that time, you know, Bulgaria was communist country. Yes, yes. And my mother was invited, being a famous actress, was invited here by the Americans, mm-hmm. and they wanted us to move to America. Okay. So we were allowed the whole family to go to Paris, and I was already in school. And she chickened out. She couldn't go. She couldn't leave Bulgaria. She loved she Bulgaria. She was faithful to the country. She just loved Bulgaria. Even if she was not communist, she had nothing to do with that. But she just... And I think it was the theater. She was not sure, although she spoke English perfectly. Mm-hmm. Actually, the American English, the New York English, yes. because she had been before that in uh, New York. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it could be easy for her, but she couldn't do it. And I got so disappointed that I said I was not going back. Mm. I just didn't want to go back. I actually hid myself with an old lady. She was the <laughs> wife of a general who uh-huh. knew my father. Okay. And my father was Italian, so that's mm-hmm. why all of this had happened. So I, hid, I was hidden you know, with her when my mother promised me. She said, if you come back with me now. I was already in school there in France. She said, next year I'll send you to Italy where I had some family.
2: Mm.
1: And she kept her word. She did send me to Italy the next year. You were happy. I was happy. I never (laughs) wanted to go back to Bulgaria. You see, Mm. that was supposed to be written in my text. And at the end, I took it out because, I don't know, I took out a lot of... Mm. Other things yeah. that were a little deeper.
0: Yeah, you gave a, you gave a lot. Yeah, you gave a, a lot. lot. Yeah. You could. I mean, there should n- be a I movie never, about you. Actually,
1: I tell you, <coughs> I never thought that I could do that. Mm. Really, but last year when I went to Bulgaria yes. and with the release of my mother's book, finding out all of these things about mm. my father, before I couldn't even mention his name. I couldn't ever talk about him. Is because that? I would start to cry oh, I see. and it was one of these emotional things but when I came back I said God I, this is something that I have to finally take out of my system mm-hmm. and I was wondering how the people would react to that but Randy Johnson who is such a wonderful director I mean he's just wonderful he said for him it was mesmerizing What? because I wrote it he just corrected certain yes, things yes. we were drinking whiskey we were talking men she'd never see the sunny side of 42 again she was in love With a boy of twenty-nine This was something new What should she do? What could she do? He made her burn like fire Made her drunk like wine No one else had loved her for such a long, long time She was afraid it was moving way too fast The die was cast How could this last? It was a crime of the heart We all know that love's insane from the start. Where there's passion, there is pain. What do we gain, committing crimes of the heart? I had (laughs) shells that were totally off the wall. If you know a person, Jack Wrangler, yes. who was in New York, yes. my direct I did with him three shows off the wall. <laughs> I mean, really, and and they were incredibly well taken in mm-hmm. New York and so on. I was actually nominated for the best uh, uh, cabaret performance in New York. It was the first, the first one that mm. I'd done. Randy didn't even they wrecked me. We just talked about things. And he, he said, just, just be sincere. And, and that's, that's what I did. So whatever came out of it, came out mm. of it.
0: That's the best way because people these days, they want the truth. Yeah. They want honesty and they want to know that you're a real person because yeah. they can relate. Even though the situations are different, we have similar and parallel lives. And if they can feel that you True. are sympathetic to them, yeah. they you you yeah. got them and you yeah. got them. You got me.
1: Yeah. You, well, it was amazing you. how many people felt that way, and I'm happy because I was really afraid of. Uh, That's of like being, being totally naked.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. you're bearing your soul.
1: For me, it was amazing because it was something good for me to take out of my system, but I realized... How much it affected people. Mm-hmm. For example, one friend of mine, who is my internet whiz, because <laughs> I'm not very good on the internet, but he's he's a real whiz. Mm-hmm. He was the one taking photos at the after the champagne reception.
0: Yes, I met he,
1: him. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Fee, yeah. Yes, Fee. Yes, he's a fabulous guy, and he told me just when the other day he said, "You see, I've never had." any relationship with my father. Mm. He said, I just hated him for whatever reason. I didn't ask. He said, and because of your show, I called him today, and I spent an hour talking to him on the phone. Wow. So it meant something. That's powerful. Yeah. Then um, another friend of mine, an actor, wrote me an email. I got such incredible emails from everyone. And he said, Irene, I got the message. I never knew there was a message. Mm. I didn't know well, maybe the message is what I actually believe in life. You see, with all the ups and downs in my life, mm. and they're much worse than whatever you heard, yes. you know. I I have remained what my mother called it this pure person mm. optimist. Always believing in people first, mm-hmm. until I'm hit, you know. Yes. But that was my first thing always. I can't live without that. Mm. because I have to believe in the beautiful things. Yes. I have to have that. Yes And to believe that beautiful things are happening. Yes. And, and that is there are so many, I found out, lonely people here, especially in Los Angeles. Yeah.
0: It's difficult because so many people live a guarded life yeah and they don't relax right they're always on guard or defensive you yeah. know thinking yeah. that something's going to happen living yeah. not necessarily pessimistic but just always on guard
1: oh yeah you know, I so can't it's do stress, that. a high
0: stress yeah. life you know it
1: is terrible because you can't be like this uh-uh. so I'm always open believing in everything good and so on and that's maybe what I said actually towards the end There may be trouble ahead, but while there's moonlight and music and love.
0: Hi, this is Leo, DJ
2: Angel, and you are listening to The Underground Experience of Uncle Earl.
0: Come. Explore your spirit. Therein lies your freedom. Hello, actors. Mariska Phillips brings her unique brand of acting coaching to Hollywood. You get 210% commitment. Scene breakdown and analysis, character development and exploration. She digs deep into your spirit to bring your characters to life. The Mariska Phillips Theatrical Preparatory. For more information, visit www.mariska.sphillips.com.
1: You could have a great career. And you should Only one thing stops you, dear You're too good If you want a future, darling Why don't you get a past? Cause that fatal moment's coming At last We're all alone no run can get our number The world's in slumber Let's misbehave There's something wild about you, child That's so contagious photos of that but I guess they didn't put them yeah oh yeah I became a pilot I was in Orlando I fly a lot in Orlando Uh and I studied with a great captain uh, French he was the one that was one of the first that flew Eisenhower I guess over the ocean and so and he had a school flying school Uh so I studied with him and I remember going above that's what was fascinating me Clouds fascinate me, being in the air. And then you look down and you just say, God, how stupid are we to worry about the nothings in life? Mm -hmm. When life is short altogether, it doesn't go forever. So why shouldn't we live a little more freer and and love each other and believe each other and and talk to each other for Christ's sake? Yes,
0: not separate ourselves.
1: Yeah. People don't talk to each other. Yeah.
0: You know, and I find that here, too. Sometimes I'll say hello to someone and they look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Even if, you know, you're walking around, hi, how are you? And they're like, what, why, what do you want from me? What do you, you, know. Do you know, they think there's a... I
1: actually think that New York is more friendly. Yes.
0: Don't it you is. agree? It is. Okay. Yes. I've been telling it to everybody. <laughs> it is. But
1: people say... And they'll oh, help you. you. They'll give you
0: directions. Oh. If, if you ask. So, here, they're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. They just...
1: It's terrible. It's amazing, <laughs> but in New York, I yeah. tell you, any time when I, even now when I go to do shows there, and uh, I'll see a lady and she'll say, "Oh my God, don't you look beautiful?" No one here would dare tell you that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there is this kind of thing over there. They'll yes. they'll be so. It's it's
0: yes, amazing. because everyone lives together.
1: Yes, and You're- they go out. Here people yes. don't go out enough. No. And no. you're
0: like from your home to your car, yeah. to your business, yeah. to your car, to And your-
1: also you have your movie here. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this year I was on the SAG uh, Awards Committee. Uh-huh. So I had all the movies. Well, I went to a lot of the... Um, uh, projections, you know, of a lot of films. But I also receive a lot here, so I can just stay here and watch them. (laughs) It's not like New York that you need to go out.
0: Right, right.
1: So if you want to eat something, you know, it's around the corner. Yes. you have to drive. (laughs) So you prefer staying home. I mean my husband has become so comfortable nowadays that we don't even go out for dinner unless there is something special.
0: Yes, I understand. Yeah. I wanna bring one thing to your attention. One of your songs really touched me and it actually brought tears to my eyes and it was Kiss Her Now. That moment was so powerful when you talked about how your mom never told you how good you were or how beautiful you were.
1: Never. Actually, you know what she told me? You'll be amazed. I never said that. When we were in France and we were in Montpellier, Mm. there was, in a garden, the three statues of the three graces Mm. and I remember asking her where am I as beautiful as one of the graces she said there were three graces you were born but they still remain three. I mean, so you know, wow. that's how it is. And I was a child actress, mm. which meant people loved me. Mm. I was one of these children. The children ran to me to touch me because they thought i bring luck.
0: Mm.
1: And she never, ever made me feel special or mm. beautiful or any of this.
0: You know, something, just listening to something like that, I mean, I'm no great philosopher, but I, I love sociology and philosophy. I studied yeah. that in college. But a situation like that reminds me of someone who may, might have felt it, known it in their heart, but didn't want to spoil you. So that you stay pure and true, like you are, and sometimes it's a blessing, because a lot of these children in Hollywood today they get so much, and their heads are—they can't even go through the door anymore.
1: You're right. You yeah.
0: know? You're
1: totally right.
0: It, and sometimes... They're not humble
1: anymore. Yeah. They're not... Yeah, they
0: take things for granted. Yeah. You know, so maybe she did you a, a big a justice. A big justice, yeah. By doing that. You know, you never know. Maybe yeah. she wasn't mean after all.
1: No, I never thought she was mean. I totally adored her. It just that I thought... Sometimes
0: to hear it is nice.
1: <laughs> but not only that, you know, for her, definitely the theater came before us. I had mm. a brother as well. Definitely. And she wrote it clear. She wrote other books, Mm -hmm. and her books are all about actors. Mm -hmm. And on that time, it was the Stanislavski actors and the Russian actors from Mali theater and Mm -hmm. so on. And I went with her to Russia and all of that. And uh, for her, the theater was her life, Mm -hmm. totally. We came after that. And of course, I guess I was not even that much wanted because she was divorced with my Mm -hmm. father. Mm -hmm. So from what I heard from my aunt, she didn't really want me. She wanted an abortion, but then my aunt has said, well, what if it's a girl? So my mother somehow kept me, and
0: here am I. Well, great. I'm so glad she didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) The world would have missed all of this wonderfulness. This is, like, incredible.
1: Before you half remember what her smile was like, Before you half recall the day you found her Kiss her now while she's young Kiss her now while she's yours Kiss her now while she needs your arms around If you let a moment come between you now, it soon becomes a day, a year, a lifetime. Blink your eye, turn your head, and you've lost her.
2: And you'll spend half your life.
1: You forget all you love. Kiss her now. Kiss her now.
0: Fala stupida stupida stupida. Stupida. Yeah. that Very I wanted to, song. I know, but I wanted to laugh. No one in the theater was laughing. I'm from theater because I'm from yeah. Broadway in New York, right. so I get it, yeah. but no one really got it, and the I understood it.
1: The the one and the other, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. That's a great song. In Italy, they, they sing it you know, with big opera voices, yes. they go in the restaurant and they sing it. And I said, "But this is such a well-known song. Should I sing it?" <laughs> and and Randy said, "Well, who knows it here?"
0: You right. You right. I don't think they knew it. They don't know, They, no, they like, didn't huh? know it. No. But it was it was so clever. I thought that was wonderful that you put that in. What what was one of your favorite moments in the show? What is one of your favorites?
1: Well, I must say,
0: I'm sure all portrait. Of it.
1: Portrait uh, the song by Amanda McBroom. Uh, it's it's really the song that somehow some is, the whole thing about my mother Mm -hmm. gets into that song portrait Mm. and Amanda was there the first night and she was was. crying yeah
0: she she
1: came afterwards and embraced me she was crying she said she had no idea that this song could be done this way Mm. but that's my way Mm -hmm. I approach everything from acting point of view Mm -hmm. and feeling
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and if if there is nothing to act in a song And if the melody isn't great, I wouldn't touch it. That was one of the songs, and I love Mon Dieu, which was the last song. Mm. And I tried to do it instead of a desperate song, which that's the way Edith Piaf did it. Yes. Uh, I tried to do it more like for my father and for the positive things in life. yes. Mon dieu, mon dieu,
2: mon dieu Laissez-le moi encore un peu, mon amoureux Un jour, deux jours le encore un peu à moi. Le temps déciderait de se le dire. Le temps de se fabriquer.
1: je t'en laissez-le moi un peu I love my Orson Welles story, which mm. is so real.
0: That was rich. I mean, so real. <laughs> ah, ah, that was it, rich. I um, was like, oh my God. I love that name. I love the fact that you, yeah. when you got the script, yeah. You know, with all these words, with words, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm not going to remember this. And then you just went in there, and you just did what you wanted to do, yeah. and they and, loved it.
1: And he did they? not stop the camera. I that's amazing. They were... And, and I Today, they, you you'd be fired. i will be fired. today.
0: You know, but that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: No, he was amazing. And, and what he told me, I didn't even want to come out as if I was praising myself <laughs> very much in the show. But uh, he, he was amazing. I never. He never called me Irina. I was Jessica for him. <laughs> Jessica, and and, uh, I went to the cutting editing of the film and every single thing. Jessica, Jessica. (laughs) And how he, I was very skinny because I did this other TV series, Mm -hmm. Polly in Venice, Mm -hmm. and I had to be skinny. And then when he saw me, there was a funny moment. He saw me, Jessica sits next to me, and I'm doing a little playoff. And he says, what is that? give Jessica some food, <laughs> some food. So I'm eating the food, and then after we finish, he goes, well, now let's see Jessica in her costumes. Well, they've made the costumes that Wait. little, and I've eaten all the food. <laughs> I couldn't, they couldn't even, even <laughs> tie my costumes. So he, he was a great man. Wow. I mean, great genius. And, yes. and the mm. time, for example, one day Lorenzo didn't have his costume on mm. time. Mm-hmm. And we're in the house of Eleonora Duse, a yes, great actress. Yes. And he says, well, we can't wait because I'm supposed to run to the TV thing. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: And uh, we can't. So he put Lorenzo behind the Venetian glass so you couldn't see his costume and just his hair. <laughs> was there. He,
0: and it works. He was a genius. And it works. It
1: works, of course. It's amazing. It's just amazing. I mean, really amazing. But that, I didn't even my footage... How I found a little bit of it mm. was watching. Actually, my husband was watching. Uh, Bogdanovich did uh, a documentary on Orson Welles mm-hmm. that was called "One Man Band" because mm. he was doing everything by yeah. himself. Yeah. and suddenly he's calling me. Says, "Put the TV on. You are on. I'm on." <laughs> they had some uh, of the uh, footage. Yeah, some footage from the Merchant of Venice wow. between me and him. Wow, and. I said, well, how amazing, because I had never seen the whole thing. Then the mm-hmm. only person who had it had given it to Bogdanovic. She was the girlfriend of Orson Welles mm-hmm. and his assistant director. She went back to Serbia. Mm-hmm. She never came back here. Were she you promised able to, get to give it?
0: me. Were you able to get it for yourself, a copy?
1: I got it only from Bogdanovic. I didn't get the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, there was wow. a pity. But I, I'll i find her in Serbia mm-hmm. somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll try to get
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets A little man, little Lola, wants you Make up your mind to have no regrets Recline yourself, resign yourself, you're through I always get what I aim for And your heart and soul is what I came for Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets No use to fight, don't you know you can't win you're no exception to the rule. I'm irresistible, you fool. Give in
0: I wanna read up a few more of these credits because yes. this is amazing. I mean, some people may know but some people may not, and my show's very educational. I want the kids, the younger people to start mm-hmm. learning about people That's who came so. before them, you know. Yeah. Um, so we know you started, you know, at the age of about nine, I mean, experimenting with theater. Yeah. Well, at
1: six I became, the, six. as I say, the Bulgarian Shirley mm-hmm. Temple. Okay,
0: you, <laughs> you just jumped on out there no, without I the blonde hair. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: was the girlfriend of Pinocchio. Okay. And they had Pinocchio talk in a very weird way, <laughs> you know, very fast. And I was this girl called Malinka, which means Rosemary. And she was either crying or laughing, going after him for everything. And I was so good. All the people shooting and doing, they'll go to the football game. Yes. And I'm sitting there in the studio waiting. That drove my mother crazy, of course. But I was alone. I wait for them to come back, and I'll keep doing my thing. <laughs>
0: so,
1: it started then, and after that, it has been my entire life.
0: Mm. And, and at 15, you were discovered by Federico Fellini. Fellini. What an amazing thing that was. Really? Yeah, I mean... But how- that was
1: thanks to his wife. Thanks that to she, his
0: wife.
1: To Giulietta Mazzina. That she saw me in the theater mm. play it's Spoleto, mm-hmm. where they have this incredible festival of the two worlds. They yes. have movies, plays, music... Uh, and Spoleto is a beautiful place. It's near San Remo. Yeah. She told him about that. When I went, he was a funny man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> totally funny man.
0: But he's very eccentric too, Very eccentric, yeah.
1: very. He lived in his dreams, and I lived in his dreams. <laughs>
0: Everybody was I knew in who I dream. was
1: by knowing who was the actor next to me. Mm. I had scenes with Hiram, um, Aram Keller, mm-hmm. who was one of the young leads. Mm-hmm. Then I had scenes with Salvo Rondoni, who was the older guy in Satircon I'm mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about. And so I said, oh, here am I. I am on this hammock there with <laughs> Aram Keller. <laughs> then I'm here with Salvo Rondoni. I'm going, talking in all my languages. He, once he likes you, you really, if I had stayed in Rome, I would have done more than mm-hmm. three films. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, Roma, in Satyricon, and in the episode called Toby Dammit with Terence Stamp. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a film with three episodes. One was by Louis Mal, the Mm. other by Vadim with Brigitte Bardot, and the third by Fellini called Toby Dammit. It was amazingly interesting, and the good part was that I made money. You made you know, money.
0: <laughs> you made a living at what you love to do. Yeah. You know, that's what yeah. so many people strive to do. Yeah. And, and also, um, you, you told a very funny story about when you were working the cabaret scene. Yeah. <laughs> you must tell that again, please.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> With Antonioni. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Was that something? (laughs) On that time, I already had done several films. Yes. And I had this beautiful photo. I have no idea if the projector showed it, but I wanted to make a point Mm -hmm. what he saw of me. This pure angelic photo. Yes. And then he comes to the cabaret. (laughs) And what he saw, I was in a hot pink leotard, feathers here, here on point. And,
0: you know, they just
1: pushed me there on the stage. I was supposed to do this crazy part. Yes. And, and he starts doing all of these ticks. <laughs> And, and he's on the first row with yes. his whole entourage. And I go crazy. I mean, you can imagine what it is. somebody's doing. That. I said, oh my god, he must hate my guts. And then, so I try to be nice and go there. All these feathers fell yes. down on
2: him.
1: And he literally stormed out. But what was funny is, which I don't say here, hmm is that the next day he called me Uh because he still wanted to meet me. So I went and I met with him, and he wanted me for a film. But he never had a screenplay. On that time, he and Fellini had stopped writing screenplays. Uh They were just getting money on the fact that they were so famous. But even Fellini, at a certain point, people stopped because Mm. he was going overboard, Mm -hmm. and... How much would they know what will happen out of the film? And Antonioni was the same thing. He never wrote the screenplay. The movie was never made. So I simply (laughs) thought to say, well, you know,
0: (laughs) but a lot of times back then they did lots of improv with their film. They had that a scenario. In
1: Italy was easy because they dubbed everything. They still do it. They have a very big dubbing companies and they can't put them out of work. Mm -hmm. So they could do a film kind of fast because you're talking whatever you're talking, then it comes out totally different when it's written out. (laughs) I'm telling you, (laughs) I did a film there. Even when I lived in New York, they called me for a film with James Mason Mm -hmm. called Kidnap Syndicate. Mm -hmm. And for first time I saw the film uh, when I was on the Toronto Film Festival. I had two films, Union City with Debbie Harry, and this one was in town, the Union City was on the festival. We went with a lot of friends and said, let's go and see the movie. So we went to see the movie. I said, so I'm there all over. Where's the dialogue? Where's the dialogue? (laughs) It was a car chase that never ended, car chase, and I was here and I was there and stuff. That's how they were doing.
0: Lots of action. Yeah."
1: A lot of action, and then they mm-hmm. just put maybe different text, and you just say different things. Wow. So they could shoot them much faster because mm-hmm. they did not pay attention to mm-hmm. record the mm-hmm. voice so well.
0: Yeah, the industry has changed. This yeah. a huge turnaround.
1: So, yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Sometimes it's good. Sometimes yeah, they've yeah. missed the mark. But you know, it's great to still have you yeah in the arena and still working.
1: Oh yeah, it's I it's a great. That. every man you meet my dove is like a game of chance you look at them through eyes of love hoping for romance but all men are like poker some you lose and some you You've got to know the time to fold Before they do you in You've got to get up from the table Even though you think there's hope Find another game in town Cut your losses, don't mope If your hand is out of aces I pray I won't put them there So get up from the table, there are card games everywhere La la la, la la la, la la la, la 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 Games are everywhere Look at who I was before I met that crazy man I earned an honest living then and I still can I know that I must leave him now But in my heart he'll stay I'll remember him at every turn Cause this is what he'd say You've got to get up From the table, even though you think there's hope Find another game in town Cut your losses, don't mope. If the jacks are slow in coming And the kings don't seem to care Then get up from the table There are card games everywhere La la la, la la la, la la la, la 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 Games are everywhere
2: Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Zaya. Once again, making sure you're tuned in to Uncle Earl and the Underground Experience. <test-treat> <coughs>
0: Hey, 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 ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, captain, and DJ of The Underground Experience, here with some good food news for you. I want you to run on down to Issa Ramen Bar at 740 Southwestern Avenue in Los Angeles. They have special ramen, fresh sushi, delicious and tasty appetizers to soothe any palate, We have lunch specials from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily for only $6.99 and dinner specials from $12.99. Alcohol is 50% off from 3 to 8 p.m. Now who could ask for anything more? So I want you to get yourself on down to Issa Ramen Bar. At 740 Southwestern Avenue. That's 740 Southwestern Avenue. Telephone number 213-382-9020. I want to see you there. Ciao. (laughs) Tell them Uncle Earl sent you.
1: You know, there are all these shows about food that people go around the world. Yes. And eat and eat and eat. (laughs) I don't know how do they stay thin (laughs) if they eat so much. But... uh, I wanted to do that in New York originally.
2: Mm. I
1: wanted to go in the streets of New York, mm-hmm. find out artists on the street, people that nobody paid them much attention. Yes. And there were some wonderful artists there. And tape them and the idea was that I'm the hostess mm-hmm. and Every night I go out in a crazy outfit, one (laughs) night on a bicycle, one night on the carriage with the horses, one night in a limo, and go to these places to find these people. Mm. So I mentioned to a friend of mine this idea, Mm -hmm. and we decided to do it with artists that nobody noticed. There are so many of them Mm -hmm. around. Oh, yeah see their art and you know it could be art it could be street music it could be anything that has to do with art great and i really would love to do that because we'll be the comedy to comedy people but the artist would be the real Mm. the real artist and i really believe in that because we are not just culinary Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. People, yeah. I mean, there is art around. And Can't everybody has a story. That? Yeah. I and mean, in thinking about that, I have an interesting story with mm. Harry Belafonte in New York, which I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was in love with Harry Belafonte mm-hmm. and his songs. But I mean, really, little kid. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm in New York, and one day I was going to a recording studio, and there was like two feet, three feet snow. I went to my singing Coach, just to have a little exercise, and mm-hmm. from there I was supposed to go to the studio. And suddenly there is no cab and no cab, and I'm waiting there, the two feet snow, wondering how am I going there. <laughs> a big cab comes around, and there is a gentleman on the other corner, and I said, "Oh God, the cab is near him. <laughs> so he gets in. I said, "Okay, so I'm gone." Cab makes a turn, yeah. comes and stops in front of me. The gentleman says. Okay, please come in. Where are you going? I give him the address. And um, and he says, uh, we'll drop you off there. And he says, well, nice to meet you. I'm Harry Belafonte.
0: (gasps) What? (laughs) I couldn't open my mouth.
1: Can you imagine? I could not say a word.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Because I couldn't say, you know what? All my (laughs) life I wanted to marry you. And I was in love with you. And I, I see you here, and I'm frozen. I can't say a word. What a gentleman. Wow. So we went. He dropped me off. He didn't even let me pay anything. He dropped me off where the studio was and continue. And I said, damn it, why
0: did I tell you? <laughs> really? Wow, that was like a one in a million chance of a lifetime.
1: Wasn't that amazing? My husband didn't believe me on that time. I would say, you know what? The driver was Russian. We had a fun conversation. He didn't want me to pay. He says, come on.
2: I said, no, he really
1: didn't want me to pay. He had a nice time talking to Mm. me. Mm. That was New York for me, really. Mm. That was like, uh, what, the end of the 70s, the beginning of 80s. Mm. So I love New York, but maybe it's changed.
0: Thank you for taking this time with me and just giving a slice of your life. And I'd love for you to leave my listeners with something that you've acquired about how to live such a wonderful life.
1: I think what is important is never, if anything bad happens to you, never hate anyone just try to overcome it and even if you feel I don't deserve that God has abandoned me just know that a lot of people have the same things and you have with a little philosophy get it over and don't hate people try to love people and love animals and especially love children because they need love the most and learn. I think education is what makes a real person. More you read and more you learn, and better is your understanding of life. Let's not waste our time, because there isn't that much time in life. Do what you love to do, and have your aim to arrive. You have to be surrounded by people that believe in you, understand and you, you. In them. Yeah, and you believe in them, mm. You forgive them and they forgive you.
0: Mm-hmm. It's that, a collective. It's like a village. It is. It takes the village. Yeah. Like the child. You're a Wow. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. so much. This is special. <laughs> this thank is you. great. Listen to your program. You oh, know, please. Yes, I will definitely do that. And I wish you continued blessings and success and thank happiness.
1: You. And to you, too. Love and
0: light. Okay. To you, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been In Depth moment with the wonderful, the beautiful Miss Irina Maliva. You never know what Uncle Rho will bring you. Hang on in there. You never know. See you later.
1: Ciao. como si fuera esta noche después. Quiero tenerte muy cerca, mirarme en tus ojos, tenerte junto a mí. Piensa que tal vez mañana yo ya estaré lejos, muy lejos de ti. Muy cerca, mirarme en tus ojos, tenerte junto a mí. Piensa que tal vez mañana y estaré lejos, muy lejos de ti. Bésame, bésame mucho.
2: Noce, la ultima vez, básame,
1: básame, mucho. Ya tengo miedo, perderte, perderte, otra vez. Ya tengo miedo, perderte. Părter-te o-l